No coat today, right, Sarah? You didn't bring a coat today? No. Well, kind of. kind of. A shacket. A shacket. I like shackets. Yeah, they're trendy. And you know what? With the weather that we've had in November, you're probably okay with a shacket. I didn't feel like I needed a thick winter parka at all. No, I don't think you do. No. But the thing about you, and we know this and you admit to it, is when you do need a parka, you will not wear a parka. I'll forget to grab it some mornings. You'll forget to grab it some mornings. Now, Sarah's not a teen. Uh, closer to a teen than, you know, a grown-up. I appreciate that. <laughs> I don't know how to do this. I was feeling old the other day. <laughs> You're what, 24? 24. You're 24. So she's definitely not a teen, but she's on the younger end of the spectrum for most people listening, I would think. Now, she is not alone, and when we talk about teens, do this as a little exercise today. You can probably head out in the next half an hour or so, or you can certainly do it at about 3 o'clock this afternoon. Drive by your neighborhood high school and see what's going on with the kids out there. Uh, you will see a number of kids dressed like it's a fine summer day on a day like today. And you know what? Like we say, today isn't bad, but if this was whatever it was last year on November 27th, which was probably well below zero, they'd be dressed exactly the same. It does not matter. Even when it does get cold, you will see kids out there howling wind, flying snow. They're standing there shivering in hoodies at best. Some will be in t-shirts, guaranteed. And, and you know what? Let's be honest. Like I say, when I was a kid, I almost froze my toes off multiple times going to and from school because I had to wear sneakers. Boots weren't cool when I was a kid. Most of us wore sneakers, which wasn't smart. But I did wear a parka. But there's, like I say, this has always been a generational thing. So why? What is it? We're going to chat with Kyle Ganson. He specializes in adolescent research at the University of Toronto, an assistant professor with the Factor in Watash Faculty of Social Work. Kyle, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So we take a look at this, and we're all familiar with it. We've all gone through it at various stages in our own lives. But what is it? Now, I've heard some people say, no, nah, there's a physiological reason here. Kids, young people, they're actually, their bodies are warmer. They don't need as much. Is there any truth to that? Are there physiological reasons that may explain this? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not a like a doctor, medical doctor, so I don't know all the nuances of the physiology here. But, I, I mean, it's likely, or it could be, that you know, teens are going through puberty, so they might run a little hotter. Their, their, their metabolism is running a bit faster, maybe as they're, again, they're growing and changing sure. hormonally. Um, so it definitely could be physiological in some component, but I would be willing to put money on that uh, mostly socially related and, <laughs> and maybe some cognitive <laughs> cognitive aspects as well. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Does it go back to the old thinking of why is a teenager doing something? Because that's what they think they need to do to be cool. Is it really that simple, Kyle? I think it's probably barrels down to that to that simple. Yeah, I mean, I think they see their peers doing it. I think, you know, jackets are not super fashionable, so you can't really express yourself in that in that many ways. I mean, obviously, you can wear tons of different T-shirts or you know dresses or types of different pants, things like that. Um, so yeah, I think it's it's a lot of it. It just has to do with um, you know expressing oneself, uh, fitting in with other peers who are doing it. Now, I think there's probably gender components as well. You might imagine like boys maybe wanting to do it to show like they are tough or they can sort of handle the cold, maybe show their masculinity in some way, whereas, you know, girls may do it uh, as a way to sort of, you know, wear clothing that may be more revealing or more attractive to other people, um, you know, kind of get that kind of attention from the opposite sex or even the same sex. Um, so I think there's probably gender components to it as well. Um, and then maybe, yeah, just, just not wanting to seem off, like not yeah. wanting to seem like they don't fit in. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, you don't even necessarily have to be cool. Just don't be really not cool. Like, just do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Just fit in. What about the fact that at that age, and we've talked about this before, decision-making processes and sort of the ability to uh, recognize what's going on and make the right decision, uh, that comes a little bit later in life in some cases, right? Like, that's that sort of risk-taking or, you know, that, that there is a developmental component here, perhaps. Totally, totally. And I mean, this isn't necessarily like a traditional risk-taking behavior, like yeah. it might be like yeah. alcohol use or drug use or things like that. Um, but yeah, certainly, you know, one's brain doesn't fully, fully develop like that prefrontal cortex, which is where we make a lot of our, you know, thoughtful decisions, sit down and sort of think like, okay, what's the best choice for me today? Um, you know, that really doesn't fully develop for young people until their mid-20s, really. Um, and so you can imagine, again, like a 15-year-old, that, that isn't really developed for them. So they think, oh, my friends are doing this. This is something that's going to help me express myself. I don't want to not look cool, so I'm going to do this even though it's freezing outside and I could actually, like, you know, get, it could be really cold. Yeah, it's dangerous. Um, so, yeah, def- definitely a decision-making process for sure. So what's... You know, if you're a parent, and, and we've all asked the question, where's your coat? I, we, were, we were talking about that earlier. I don't think there's a mother on earth that hasn't said to their kid, where's your coat? Where's your coat? What's the best way? I mean, do you, I mean, you, you worry about the kid because it is dangerous. So uh, is this just a normal thing, a normal part of growing up? Should we be okay with it? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I think every family has to make the choice about what they're okay with and what they're not okay with. But I do think, you know, it's probably very, like, as we're talking about now, like developmentally, socially, very normal. Um, I mean, certainly you want to take precautions. You want to make sure kids aren't going to get hurt or be harmed in any way um, if it is really so cold that they shouldn't be or they're going to be outside for a very extended period of time. Um, like, certainly you want to be much more cautious with that kind of stuff. But I think generally it's about having questions, having discussions, you know, parents talking to their teens, what's going on here? Do you just don't like your jacket? You know, yeah. do you feel like you're not going to fit in? Like kind of talking just as we are talking about it um, and get that information, right? Because if you have information, you actually can maybe support your young person um, in, a, in an effective way. Um, and I think, you know, I would uh, generally try to avoid power struggles because ultimately what that's going to happen is probably push the teenager to yes. want to do it more. Um, especially again, because they're in a, also a developmental time where they're trying to separate from parents and they're much more connected to their peers and following their peers lead. So I think, you know, you want to avoid the power struggles, you know, you want to educate, you want to provide information, you want to learn about why your young person is doing this, but the power struggle is just going to make them want to do it <laughs> even more. <laughs> no, I think you're right. And that's an important piece. And I wanted to ask you about that because like, when my kids drive my wife and I absolutely crazy, I try and remind myself, you know what? This is good. This is normal. This is what you want. This is them, as you say, developing a sense of self. Getting, like, We'll never get rid of these children if they mm-hmm. don't do this, if they don't push back mm-hmm. and decide that they know better and they don't want to be listening <laughs> to mom and dad. I mean, this is healthy. This is part of the process, right, right Kyle? Yeah, totally. And I think what ultimately will happen, likely, is uh, they will realize, I'm cold. (laughs) It was too cold for me today to not wear a jacket, and the next day, or whatever day it is, they will wear the jacket, right? And you won't even have to really be the person who educates them. They will learn it on their own, and they'll have to kind of go through that process themselves. Again, obviously, we want to make sure safety is number one, but barring safety being a really big concern they'll likely figure it out on their own. And that that's just a natural process that happens for a ton of different behaviors that young people are going through. Exactly. It, it, that's an important thing, right? Is it, they need to do that. They need to be difficult. That's part of the process. <laughs> if, if, if your kids are a real pain, you're probably doing something right. Sure. There's probably some of that, right? They're trying to find their place in the world. They're, they're likely listening to their peers, following their peers lead a lot yeah. more than parents. 
Um, so that does kind of obviously when parents are trying to provide information or parent in a very specific way or say one behavior is good and other people's behavior is bad or instill different values. I mean, teens are going to push up against that because they're seeing what their peers are doing, what other par- parents allow their friends to do, things like that. So, yeah, it does it does create some tension for families. And I mean, certainly having conversations, you know, parents seeking support, parents asking questions, parents providing, you know, providing guidance when they can uh, is all obviously very, very important. Good stuff. Kyle, thank you so much for being here. I really do appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks for having this conversation. Yeah, you bet.